the fuck thought it was a good idea to start a podcast in a global pandemic? Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome back to I'm a Pod with Millie, Amy and Abby. Hello. How are, are you? Are you guys not doing your stupid accents this week? Are we past that now? No, I was going to, but I thought lockdown lows is a bit too serious for me to be Welsh. <laughs> All right, love. You feel a bit sad? Stop it. All right? The lockdown Stop. lows are a bit sad. I can't cope, so I thought I'd be English for a week. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Practising Scottish, but it's not getting anywhere. Go on, let's listen. No, honestly, I can't. I can't even say I'm Scottish. It depends what part of Scotland you've got, like, no, can I can I do it? I learned how to do a Scottish accent from Amy Pond in Doctor Who, where she'd go, Doctor? Doctor? I'm from Scotland. I had some feedback about her her life on the front line, and um, they said, they actually asked me if Bobby's accent, like, was she putting it on? Because, obviously, she's, oh. she doesn't have that much of a strong Scottish accent anymore. I was listening to it the other day. Sometimes she really goes southern. Yeah. Yeah. When she says COVID, it's very COVID. And nurses. Nurses. I love how she says nurses. Nurses. (laughs) But yeah, they were like, so so is that fake? And I'm like, no. She's just lived down south for a while and now she's got southisms in her voice. Southisms? I don't know what you'd say. Like, Dave's from up north and they say like breakfast, lunch and tea. And that makes sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Breakfast, dinner, and tea. Oh, just yeah, I don't get it. But then at the same time, he's like, you had dinner, ladies, at school. But yeah, a roast dinner, or is it a roast tea? (laughs) But then most northern people have their hot meal at lunchtime, Mm -hmm. and it is lunch, dinner, tea, and then their tea is like a cup of tea with like a sandwich or something. That's what my nan's like. Like yeah, my nan and grandma's has tea is like supper. Yeah, supper. Yeah. Like Whereas my day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, tea, a bit supper in the evening. Yeah. Mine's, mine's like breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, snack, snack. I'm joking because I hardly actually eat breakfast or lunch. I tend to just graze and then yeah, I'm the same, which is really bad. That is. I do try and have breakfast because I know that I've gone like seven, eight hours without eating. Yeah, that's what I'm like during the day. And then it gets to dinner time and I'm like, all oh, the food. Yeah, you're starving because you hardly eat all day. Yeah. Yeah, same. You uh, should do that anyway because your insulin levels, that's not good, surely. I know, I know, but I can't help it. And then just snacking is so much nicer. Do you know what? At the moment, all I think about is food. Like, what can I, I eat next that isn't boring? I'm literally sitting here thinking that them noodles were really nice, but I need something sweet to counteract the savoury now. Yes, I feel you. And thanks so much for my birthday cake, girls, because I've been literally eating it with a fork. (laughs) (laughs) The last, I would say, like, three weeks, maybe three weeks, two weeks. I don't know, it's just been, like, a weird... I can't even say vibe. Like, just it's just been a bit difficult behind the scenes, and that's not necessarily a bad thing like every every friendship and every relationship has its ups and downs and we have disagreed about a few things I don't think we mean to let it affect this but sometimes it does you know I don't think that's a bad thing I, I think, think it's just life isn't it I feel like it's affected our the quality of our content as well I've got to admit 
I don't know if it's the content so much. I feel like it's more the behind the scenes of it. Because I feel like as soon as we hit that record button, we're like, hi, I'm Abby, I'm Amy, I'm Millie. Hey, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing is, you think about it, from day dot, we were always like that before. And I think if if we, like, cruised through without having any, like, little bickers or sarcastic digs at anyone then we would just be like faking it till we make it do you know what I mean we're we're three strong personalities we're gonna clash because we're passionate about it there's gonna be a clash and if we don't clash then what what are we even doing it's normal (laughs) isn't it like we're all passionate about it that we can have disagreements but sometimes they just not escalate but they just go on a little bit longer because we literally have nothing else going on in our lives at the moment literally yeah. and we're just focused on th- like this you know like I don't know like, we're, like you said like we are all passionate and then so I go to work and I come home and then I'm like oh podcast and that's the first thing in my head and then I get stressed out because I'm like god shit I need to do this for work I need to do this for the podcast and I'm like ah and then I take it out on you two and I don't mean to yeah we're the same though that's the thing yeah. Sometimes I think, do you know what? I cannot be fucking asked to do anything. Like, I want to, you know, you g- girls, you know what I'm like with my do not disturb on my phone. <laughs> I've been putting do not disturb on longer than what I normally would. There's sometimes I just think, I actually can't be fucking asked with anything. Like, even work, talking to my family, talking, sometimes talking to Dave, I just think, go away. And I've been reading a lot recently just to like escape but I yeah. feel like that's because like you went through like the best part of last year alone as well and now it's suddenly okay. like you've got this you, well Dave's home for one but you've also got this new passion that on one hand you love and then on the other hand it's like it's it is time consuming it's not just oh we'll sit down and record and then we'll release it this day it's we need to try and build up we don't need to but we'd like to try and build up listeners we like to edit it so it's actually like listenable so it's not just us rambling for like 1500 hours yeah so it is a lot yeah especially because I was working like 12 hour days last year and then I had a bit of like a a hiccup a stop in the road so to speak and I had a bit of a breakdown because I just wasn't coping um cut my hours in half and then it got closer to day coming home so I had to look forward to that yeah now he's home it's lovely don't get me wrong but he's been home for a month and all we do is the same stuff because there's and nothing that quite, we can do it's got to be quite confronting as well because obviously making like we made all of these plans before dave was home and mm-hmm. now you've got to try and balance work dave your family your well-being and the podcast which we are treating as another job so it is like and then like for you Mel, you work stupid hours you've got um your family you've got your health you've got your mental health you've got like then the podcast and then for me I've got work my home like Faye just don't even get me fucking started on that kid today and then like my mental health and the podcast I think sometimes we forget that like there's like a priorities list and we've always got to put ourselves first mm-hmm. how many times though can you say hand on heart in the last month that you've actually put yourself first and that goes to anyone listening as well. Like, how honest will you be if you say that you have put yourself first? I honestly cannot remember the last time that I put I did something for myself rather than for someone else. No, me neither. 
me either like being a parent you have to kind of be like that you have to become very selfless but even like taking Faye out of the equation like I don't know probably had a bath that's probably the most I've done I mean not in like the last month I've had one bath but like it's probably the only thing that I do for myself do you know what I mean yeah that's not much if you really no. think that's something you need to do for like <laughs> your well-being like your smell yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> okay, not high not well-being I mean hygiene like you have to shower you have to bath and it's like what what does does that really count as doing something for yourself because it's kind of a necessity and yeah yeah, like surely not because it's just part of a routine of everyone's day-to-day life you know oh girls I know that I know when I'm bad because I get chapped lip and I never have chapped lips because I'm always hydrated but when I'm like oh I can't be asked I never fill a water bottle up um drink more from books you can see how much you're drinking yeah I love drinking out of a water bottle oh I prefer it and it's like today I noticed I was in the mirror, like, you girls know what I'm like with skincare. I had dry skin on my nose and I did nothing about it. I just put my glasses on and was like, fuck it, I don't care. And that's when I knew, girl, you are a sad sap. Like, come off your period and grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so this last month, we've, we've learned a lot considering we, we only started this podcast four weeks ago. Yeah. We released our first episode four weeks ago on Saturday. So it would be the 28th of February for reference. We have learned a lot. We didn't know how to edit. We didn't know how to record. We've we've got the struggles of recording remotely, which can be a bitch sometimes because of internet connection. So we have, we have learned a lot. And I feel like as long as we continue to communicate, I feel like communication is so important. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm then we will continue to do well yeah but before we go on to anything else I want to know from the four episodes that we've done so far what would your high be from them just the episodes themselves not the background what would your high be from them and what would your low be from them as a collective or you can pick your favorite you can do one on each well I think we all know that our favorite uh her life on the front line I was really proud of that um yeah I think that was brilliant put together brilliantly I think Bobby was amazing but having said that I'm proud of it because of its reach and how powerful it was but I'm really really proud of our first ever one yeah layout of that the planning that we put into that I think we've let it slip a little bit. I'm just really proud of that. The name of it, how funny it was. Like, I listened to it and I laughed out loud. I thought we were fucking hilarious. And although this episode is a... It seems a bit doom and gloom, but it's literally just... That's what life is at the moment, though, isn't it? Yeah. And I I feel like it's good that we talk about stuff like this because this is normal for so many people. Yeah, it's good to be relatable. Yeah, and I want people to know that if we can talk about this openly anybody and everyone to listen to then people can do the same and I think I'm going to be proud of this episode because I think we're we're showing all the norms you know we can sit here and talk about fannies and bum holes and waxing and pooping and periods and all that shit which is normal but it's not as normal as feeling like this given the current circumstances it's like we're putting on the front to entertain people when really we're actually feeling quite low yeah. yeah yeah and don't get me wrong I, lo- I love the idea of having like we today we plan some stuff and I think some of them are going to be fucking brilliant and yeah. I'm really excited for them but also I think it's really important to get real 
yeah to get real with yeah. people and raw because we are human yeah and we are three girls that definitely feel our feels yeah we are 100 percent. i am so on my period that i have just been fucking crying at anything yeah. and everything that's how we know we've been filming in a month because the condom sagas you were on your period or just coming on honestly yeah just coming <laughs> on because dave was due home like two days yeah. after yeah yeah on my period when he's due home on my period of my fucking birthday like that you literally can't write my life though were you on your period when you went on your last date with dave on your honeymoon well actually no because i had the coil on my last date on my honeymoon because i don't know if you know that but actually (laughs) my last date that went on with dave was actually my honeymoon was that in jamaica by any chance was in jamaica but actually i do tell a lie because we actually went on a date after that i remember but it wasn't like out out we had to do it in my car I just like to insert here. <gasps> Amy, how dare you be lying to us these whole fucking few episodes? Because your last date with Dave was supposed to be in Jamaica, and that's what you've been feeding us for fucking ages. Bitch, I'm pulling you up. I'm calling you out. Oh, Abby. I love the fact that we can do this. I'm so sorry to the listener, but basically, we're having a bit of beef while we're both editing. But actually, it's not beef. She's calling me out for always going on about um, my honeymoon. And I'm not lying when I say that was the last date that we went out, like, to dinner on. That's what I meant. Like, when you go out, out and spend money and you get doled up. We did that one in, like, the back of my car in my pyjamas. Although it counts as a date, it's not the same. So, suck my left one, biatch. Love you. (laughs) Back to the podcast now. How do I stop recording? Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, God, how do I stop? Right, what was your, what would you say your low would have been over the last four episodes then? Me or Mills? You, because you've done your high. Um, my low would probably be, I don't know. I actually don't think there is one, really, if I'm perfectly honest. Mm. I don't think there's a proper, a proper low. Okay, fair enough. Mate, we'll ask you again in a month's time. <laughs> I'm like it's shit I quit yeah right Mel what about you my high was definitely I think we've done really well so we've got to just take a step back and think like okay we've got over 300 followers we're getting like quite a good amount of listeners considering we have just started out I mean yeah yeah sorry real quick Abby do you have how many countries we've reached United Kingdom Belgium United States Australia Bolivia Switzerland Finland New Zealand Zambia Germany Italy and Greenland 12 what the fuck (laughs) the most views are from the UK Belgium and the United States are second and then strangely it's Bolivia and Zambia (laughs) but that's 12 countries that we have reached from three girls from bloody Gosport just saying what about your lows for me it would just be my time management okay I find it really hard to manage my time (laughs) thing is though if you've never had to do it before it can be hard yeah yeah but now you've acknowledged it that's a start yeah like even like getting ready in the morning I'm like do I need this much time do I need that much time what do I do and I'm awful I never know what time to get up Millie I'm the same I'll literally stay in bed for as long as I fucking can from having to get up and that's why 95 not 95 99.9% of the time I look like a scab (laughs) 
Okay, my high from the four episodes, I loved the episode with Bobby, and I, so I do love the episode, but I think the episode that I'm most proud of would be our first one, and it's not because like that one was the most planned or anything, but it's because we were all actually really fucking anxious. Yeah. And I feel like, although we were happier than we're actually feeling in ourselves, we we actually showed our best self there in that episode. Yeah. And that's how we all were when we were just like chatting before podcasts even become podcasts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Before we became Amapods, we were just chatting how we were. And I feel like we like a con of that would be that we've like lost a bit of that kind of. Yeah. I don't know if it's now because we're just trying to take it more seriously or probably a bit of everything in it like Mills going back to work Dave coming home yeah yeah because I was off with Covid as well so I did have 10 days to like just talk to you both wasn't it yeah um but then my low of the four episodes if we're just basing it on episodes um it would probably actually be the episode that we recorded but never released yeah yeah so we tried to record an episode on toxic relationships and we got sent in some really powerful stories, didn't we? But we just didn't feel like we'd done it enough justice. And I wasn't disappointed in us at us. I just feel like we weren't focused enough. But we were all really giddy that night as well, which made it harder. That's the energy that we had for our first podcast. Yeah. We didn't know how to channel it into something that was so serious. We tried to be too ambitious too soon if that makes sense yeah and I think it might work better when we're together definitely because we can read emotions better when we're in a room with someone but but overall like you two have already said I'm really proud of us when we first started this we were like I don't even care if we even get 10 people listening and now like we're reaching like Millie said 12 countries (laughs) and on that note That is exactly the same as the burp that I did when I tested my microphone. Uh, you dusty <laughs> bitch. Sister living. Oh, shit. We had a kebab. She can't blame me for it. Oh, do you know what? I had a kebab last night. And honestly, the onions, they were so fucking strong. It was something else. I don't think I've ever met anybody who is as slim as you but eats as much <gasps> shit as you. She infuriates me because every time we talk, you're like, oh yeah, I don't know what takeaway to have. Abby said, was it last week? Abby said, aren't you diabetic? All I have to do is look at food and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> touched down a little bit on um feelings so I felt a bit lonely before Dave came back and I think sometimes to a certain extent even I've got you girls I've got my mum my friends my family and Dave sometimes I still feel a bit lonely yeah I think it's that same it is I think it just yeah I don't I can't even pinpoint it I sounds a bit weird and now I feel a bit stupid for bringing it up but sometimes I do feel a bit lonely and I don't know if it's because obviously I went through that period of really really missing Dave like I really missed him that my heart hurt and then I found a new routine and was in a good routine and I was happy you know I was going to bed at nine o'clock every single night so three liters of water a day I was just in a good good headspace and then he I had him coming home to look forward to and then he came home and I don't have anything to look forward to anymore no it sounds really like no I I actually no I get that where you're coming from because like even though I live with Jess and obviously I have Faye I still don't feel like I'm getting enough communication from people and I find myself that I'm like constantly on my phone 
feel so alone and like the moods I'm experiencing I feel like I'm literally on like a fucking roller coaster yeah I'm so happy me and Faye are having the best day ever and then all of a sudden I'm like I hate my life (laughs) literally in the last month I think I've cried more than I did all year last year in the last month alone and it's such stupid things but I think I just needed to cry I know that sounds really weird no I get them days like you just feel Mm -hmm. like it's getting on top of you and like the littlest thing can set you off I I feel that completely I get the loneliness I mean I live with my mum's stepdad Poppy and Blue and the dog you can and still feel lonely, but yet be surrounded by so many. Absolutely. And I sit downstairs I sometimes say that. with the dog on my lap and I just cry. <laughs> the- God, see, this is how I know I am bad, because I cry about, about my dog. I think I have cried every single day this month. Do you know what? Did I? No, I didn't cry yesterday. That's because it was my birthday. Yay. But probably, yeah, I probably cried or, or like not necessarily cried, but I've probably like done something stupid like burnt toast and got really annoyed and welled up about it. You know, when you get that lump in your throat. Yeah. And I think that's why the skin on my face was really dry. It's been fucking crying. Like. Yeah. With the salt. It's the salt. Yeah. yeah. But is this normal for you guys? Because it's not normal for me just to be so emotional. No, I'm normally such like a bubbly person. Like I have a handle on my emotions. If yeah. I'm having a breakdown, something serious has happened in my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. the amount that Faye has been in and out of hospital I don't think I've actually like fully cried about it ever because it's like you've got to get on with it but then I find myself crying literally because I don't know what to cook for dinner oh my god yeah it's the little yeah. things isn't it I find at the moment like I'm quite an emotional person anyway but I can always tell you why why I'm emotional why I'm upset but yeah. like now it can just be for no reason my bath is too cold I've left the cold water on for too long and then I have to wait for it to get hot again and I'm upset about it. Or the bath's too hot and I put my foot in because I didn't test it and then my foot gets really hot and I get really annoyed and then there's not enough room to put cold water in and then I've got to wait naked for the bath to cool down a little bit. Do you think that your mood's like lockdown related? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I really miss social contact. Not like actual physical touching contact because I can go and have a cuddle with my mum. Yeah. It's the social contact. I can't do any of that. I've not. I've seen my auntie Maureen once in an, over a year. I don't because that just that hurts my heart. It just. I spoke to my dad yesterday. My grandma. She wasn't. No offense, dad, but everyone knows this. She wasn't a very nice person when she was lucid. So she had a fall last year in March, I think it was, and she broke her hip and she was taken into hospital. Basically, they deemed her to not have capacity, so um, she wasn't allowed to go back home. And after a while, they found a home for her in Gosport. And my dad hasn't actually seen her or touched her. Well, he's seen her. He's not touched her since March. Rings her every day. And um, we were chatting. And I just I said, how is grandma? Like, And he just said, there, there's more bad days than good. But she just hasn't got a clue. Like, her cancer's spreading. She just... It's bittersweet, really, because she doesn't know what's going on. It's, it's not just, um like, missing out on, like, someone's last year of life either. There's so many people that I know that have had kids, and we touched on it in Bobby's episode, but that, like, half of their family haven't even met their baby. Yeah. Or... Yeah. That, just spend any time of it like Jodie Jodie's little girl I've not even met her like she, she'll probably be a year before I actually get to meet her I've I've met Lauren's little girl but only like a couple of times like I've seen her probably like 10 times in the since she's been born yeah so I've just cried like for the past 10 minutes just continuously see we're all just it's just what we do is just cry at the moment it's like I'm permanently 
on my fucking period, but I'm not bleeding from my vagina three weeks of the month. Literally, it's like I'm permanently the week before. Yeah, literally, I'm just so emotional. Everything's just getting to me. Like, how about you me the other day and I wanted to cry? Like, what the fuck? On the other hand, though, sometimes I feel like, why aren't I so emotional? Do you know what I mean? Because I don't cry that often. I'm, I'm not a crier, really. So, like, when I see people getting so, like, upset and emotional and I just numb to it, do you know what I mean? So you're like the opposite because sometimes I think maybe there's something wrong with me because I literally couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. But I'm not like that at the moment. Like at the moment, I'm just like, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> literally same. <laughs> really show emotions, to be honest. I'm not really that type, that way inclined, but I just feel like sometimes my, like my mum will just say to me, just have a cry. Like you just need to have a cry. Like you'll be fine after a cry. But I just sit there and I think, dead puppies, dead puppies, and I still can't cry. Do you know what I mean? about dead puppies and you still can't cry, you're fucking evil. I can't can't relate to that because at work they would say to me, you're always so happy, you're always so cheerful. I'm like, yeah, because I'm at work. Like, I'm here to do something Mm -hmm. else. And it's so much easier to put a persona on when you're in front of people as well. (sighs) That's what makes it so much more exhausting because you've been happy all day. And it's not necessarily, like a good thing honestly I couldn't relate anymore because I'm obviously in the same situation and you know I go into work at seven in the morning and from seven in the morning till ten o'clock at night I have to pretend that everything is fine yeah I think it's literally been the hardest at work that it's ever been at the moment and I literally you know do you ever get it like you know that you're about to go on holiday and then you're at work and it's like two days before you go on holiday you get a little bit complacent and Mm -hmm. you sometimes I feel like that I feel like that's how I just go through everyday life at the moment it's not just work like I'm just getting complacent with it because nothing's changing everything's the same every day I wake up get dressed get Faye dressed make the beds make Faye make her bed come downstairs have breakfast Faye will play with her toys I'll either do some housework or I'll watch an episode of a program I'm watching then it's lunchtime and then we'll go out for a walk or something if the weather's good then it's dinner time then it's bath time and then Faye's in bed and I'm like well what do I do with just existing that's what it is yeah yeah. Dave's going away again this year he's getting deployed again so I literally am now on the countdown I've got nothing to look forward to and it sounds awful and I sound really self-centered because I do have coming out of lockdown to look forward to what's the point go away before we go come out of lockdown fully yeah of course and that's the problem isn't it and I think another thing that doesn't help is that we're coming out and we've got this roadmap now but is that enough are we just going to be back in it next week do you know what i mean because people know that that's happening they're going to flunk the rules even more than what they were before like today dave and i we walked to the bakery at the end of the road some geezer walked in and he just walked in without a care in the world without a mask on and i thought you actually fucking kidding me but he literally walked in and went oh sorry i forgot my mask how can you forget when we're nearly we're like a year this in? Far in yeah how this far in can you still forget a mask fucks me off who doesn't have a mask in their bag their coat but yeah that just it just fucked me off this time last year coronavirus was just becoming a thing to us do you know what i mean we were just we were aware of it but it wasn't here completely yet so like now we are just about to hit the year into this mark and it's not that i'm even just sick of covid because i feel i'm so proud like and really thankful for everything that the nhs have done like we said in our our previous but is this our life for the rest of our lives now is this how we're gonna have to live i don't know if i could cope and that's what the problem is like mental health is suffering so badly i've never had to go on medication for depression anxiety 
or any of the above i've never had to do it i've struggled with some de- depressive bouts spouts bouts spouts bouts bouts i've str- i've struggled with some depressive bouts am i still am i saying it wrong still i don't know just in my life and i had postnatal depression depression after having Faye as well but i still never had to be medicated with it and i feel like i got to a point last month where I wanted to pack me and Faye up in a bag and just go and move back to my mum's because I just felt like I needed my mum. And it was like, why am I letting something that's been going on for a year affect me when I don't know how much longer this is going to affect me for? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tough one, isn't it? I've I've suffered for years with anxiety and I actually found out the other day that people with type 1 diabetes are actually 10 times more likely to suffer with anxiety and depression. Oh really? I didn't know that. So I take like 150 milligrams of sertraline a day. I didn't know that. I don't know what that is. Sertraline is an antidepressant, anti-anxiety. Um, yeah, so I was on 25 milligrams at first. They put me on it for four weeks to see how it made me feel. It made no no difference. And then they took them up to 50 and that was like six to eight weeks I was on the 50 to see if it made me feel any better and then I was on 100. Even though you're on this medication do you still struggle? I feel a lot better now but I still struggle. So it's quite debilitating really. Yeah and I don't want to be reliant on them but I know for a fact that if I was to lower my dose again or stop taking them it would become probably quite dangerous. I'd be dangerously mentally unwell. So have you found this lockdown has like impacted that more or? I think this lockdown probably hasn't changed it, but COVID in general has made my anxiety 100, maybe 1000 times worse than it was before. Oh, I can definitely appreciate you on that one, literally. My mum picked up on how bad my anxiety was getting when I went back to work in August because I was like everyone's reopening but we're still we're still rife in this like they're saying there's going to be another peak and then then obviously we went into the November lockdown and then I had to go back to work again and I was just like I can't do that like um I'm expected to serve food to people I don't know where they've been like and it, when I talk about it out loud it sounds as if I think they're dirty no absolutely not but- but then obviously we went into like full lockdown and I was like, I can't see my mum. I, I got to the point where I was scared to go to the shop myself because I didn't want to catch it. But I didn't want my mum to go to the shop. So I, she was offering to go to the shop. But I felt even worse because then I thought, well, what if she picks it up? And then she dies and it's my fault. And my brain just constantly goes and cogs like that. Anxiety, I get it like really stupid, but I subconsciously like pick. I don't know if anyone else is a picker, but the skin on both my thumbs is literally just in bits. My left, yeah, my left thumb, I had to do the L sign to check that it was the left one, is healed. But it got to the point where I picked it so much that I couldn't use it. I couldn't touch the pad. I bite the inside of my lip here and I literally gave myself an ulcer because I was just biting it constantly. (laughs) So obviously the people listening to this can probably relate even if they've struggled prior to this shit situation that we're in, that their their moods have probably got worse. But then there are probably people that have actually found that this has actually helped them as well. It's not just mm-hmm. been a negative thing for everything. So have you guys found a coping mechanism? I'm going to do a little shameless plug. My sister's just started um, HJB Book Club, so you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. 
where she does mystery books so you can pick your genres and you can pick one but one two or three books so she'll gift wrap you these books with like biscuits hot chocolate and stuff she'll do all that and you can kind of escape so I got my first one and read my first book in two days and I have not picked a book up properly like a brand new book up since my honeymoon I've had yeah but you do you do read more on holiday you relax don't you that's normal and then I picked up one between then and now and actually finished it and I only finished it because I wanted to read a new book from this box and it's just reminded me how much I actually loved reading also uh, excuse me a lot of people are binge watching tv and I'm back to anxiety (laughs) Grey's Anatomy so that that's a nice escapism Um, yes also obviously I do the body shop at home I'm an independent consultant that's helped I suppose that's given you something to focus on isn't it yeah like I'm getting back into the mindset now where I think okay I can actually do this whereas before I was like oh I don't really want to but now I'm like okay I can but yeah they're the things that I use as an escapism and I I enjoy it and also I bought a thin bike so that as well what about you Mills I definitely read too that's definitely one of my escape isms um but also thank the lord for my sister passing a driving test last year because it has probably been one of the best things <laughs> she's ever done because we like to sing and we like to drive along the beach and sing Fair. for me like just singing my heart out to a whitney or a celine dion driving in the car just makes me feel better I like to sing in the shower too but my mum and Alan complain but the neighbours are always like well how do you sing in the shower again that's weird <laughs> just listening out yeah. I'm in the shower again let me go listen <laughs> what was the question <laughs> escapism for you I don't really know I don't really have many good coping mechanisms for when I get in one of my moods apart from ringing my mum so like if it's if it's a happy moment she'll be here if it's a sad moment she'll be here like just seeing her calms me um but if it was me having to calm myself then in all honesty I don't really do it that well don't I don't really have any coping mechanisms to be honest every day is a school day one day you'll probably find something that really works for you I do enjoy reading I wouldn't say that it's my escape from reality but like I also I've also found that I didn't have anything to focus on like prior to this anything to focus on so this has helped you'll find something you honestly you'll find something one day you'll do something and you think okay yeah this works for me yeah Yeah. like with my postnatal depression with Faye like I was so no I haven't got that there's nothing wrong with me I wasn't accepting of it so I never really coped with it until after and I was like shit like I was really bad we go through stages where we don't realise how bad it is, though. Like, when I suffered with, like, my mental health years ago, it affected everything, like, down to my eating and stuff. Like, I never would look in the mirror and be like, God, Mills, you're skinny. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And I never realised until now, like, shit, you were really bad. Like, I was five and a half stone. That's the battle of one of my fucking tits. Right, <laughs> so I didn't even realise until now. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Isn't it weird how differently everybody copes with things? Yes, mm-hmm. I cope more helping other people than I can myself, and I think that's quite normal, though. 
yeah I think that's why I work so many hours because because it makes me feel better and I don't have to focus on how shit I'm feeling I actually have my vaccine on Sunday woohoo how do you feel about it um I'm not gonna lie I'm nervous because Jess suffered quite badly after hers like side effects wise straight away it did me do you not remember me saying to you both about my headache yeah but you also had covid money so i'm nervous that i'm gonna feel like too shit to be bothered my advice is paracetamol and lots of fluids yeah and don't drink loads don't glug it little small sips yeah see i'm really bad i either in a day i either drink a lot or like basically nothing just keep yourself hydrated and make sure you eat beforehand i'll be eating (laughs) but yeah make no just make sure you eat and maybe take like a little bar of chocolate or something with you just to keep your sugars up because it drops people's sugars like regular people without diabetes as well okay yeah so what do you do to pick you up like abby you said that you call your mum and you chat with her i would probably do the same yeah my mum's probably actually a bit fed up with me every now and then you know like when you're pissed off as well you need to vent to someone yeah yeah Yeah. back to my mum my mum is always my outlet of anger I think at the moment all I want is just a cuddle do you know what I mean like a little bit more reassuring I'm just gonna come across like the bitch again I don't really like cuddling people Fair. the only people I cuddle are Harriet Dave and the dog the rest are hug. If we if we were in different circumstances, like for instance, when I came and dropped your birthday present off, if I was allowed to give you a hug on your birthday, I wouldn't. <laughs> Get fucked, bitch. <laughs> I would, Amy. I would hug you. Oh. To be fair, I'd even give you a kiss if you were lucky. Oh, oh. But put a drink down my neck and fuck me. I'd do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Are we giving you a wake, Abby? Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at the time. It's fucking half nine. I'm normally in bed by now. Let's hurry. Oh, my up. God. Yeah, I've got work at seven. Same. Oh. To be fair, I feel like the best pick-me-up for me is getting in the bath with a face mask and reading my Kindle. And I wouldn't say that that's something I'll do to cope, but it's something I'll do to make myself feel better. And I feel like there is a difference. Like... Yeah. Let's just clarify that a coping mechanism is something that you have to do to get you through the anxiety attacks, the depression bouts, bouts, moments, we're going with it. Um, That's something you have to do to try and make yourself feel better. But the pick-me-ups is after that bout, that spout, that moment (laughs) (laughs) has happened. And you know that you're on the rise again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I buy things. Things that I don't need. I wish I had the money to buy stuff. This is my problem. Because I'm not going out or doing anything. I buy clothes. I buy shoes. I buy makeup. Lipsticks that I've already bloody got that I don't need any more of. I will buy food and more food and more food to pick me up. But meals, stop bloody eating. Sorry, no, I'm not laughing at you. My mum was just texting saying, How have you managed to lose your recording? I said, It's nice. <laughs> and she said, Is it in your recycling bin? <laughs> and I thought she meant literal bin, but she means on the computer. <laughs> yeah, trash bin. 
on that note, shall we call it a day? Is there anything else anyone wants to say? Bosh in the bag. I was just. Oh yeah. Can we just touch on that quickly? How do we feel about brands or like online shopping retailers jumping on the whole "be kind" slogans and selling it? I feel like if they if all of the proceeds are going to a mental health charity, mm-hmm. I feel like bit different and I'd be behind it but I feel like I'd rather directly donate that money than than wear something that people aren't going to pay attention to I don't think it's spreading the message no I agree with you that's why it winds me up Dr Alex George is our saviour yes love Dr Alex fucking hero honestly there's as if working through the pandemic as a doctor isn't enough. Also, studying to become a general practitioner isn't enough. Also, struggling through his brother taking his own life and not actually being allowed to go to his family. He's also now the mental health ambassador for the UK for children. What a bloke. Alex, mate, we love you. Beautiful man, inside and out. A Dr. Alex, if you are single, so is Millie and she's ready to mingle. <laughs> Yeah, he is single. He's just turned 30. Dirty 30. This is perfect for me. Well established man. 30. Good looking. Single. (laughs) Thanks, bitches. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Over and out. Adios, amigos. Also, just a quick one. I want to say um, if any of you are struggling, do reach out and talk to someone. And it's okay not to be okay, as Jessie J would say. It's okay not to be okay. Sometimes it's hard. Thank so you. good. Bye. 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 Also, guys, if any of you are struggling and you don't feel that you can reach out to your friends or family, please know that there are a lot of numbers and helplines that you can ring. So that here is a few. This one is called Mind, and the number is 0300-123-3393. Another one that you can contact is the Samaritans on 116-123. You can call them free day or night, 365 days of the, of the year. If you have no way of contacting them via mobile, um, they do have a website. And there is another one called iTalk. You can either go to their website at italk.org.uk or give them a call on 02380 You're never alone. And if there's anything that we can do to help, pop us a message too if you need immediate help and you're in an emergency please call 999 or go to your local a department and if you're in crisis and need someone to talk to call nhs 111 as well (laughs) 